Well, hello, this is Kimberly Brock, and for over 20 years, I've been running my own businesses that have not only been profitable, but personally fulfilling to me. So now I'm on a mission to help other new business owners, just like you, make money doing what you love too. Now we're going to have some fun, so let's get started. Well, hello, everyone. It's episode 113, and I am so glad that you are here today because talking about self-sabotage. Do you know that you're doing this? Maybe not all of you, but many of you are sabotaging your own business. Do you know this? Some of you realize this. Some of you don't. So today I'm going to clear that up. I'm so excited to hear. If you're new, welcome. I'm so glad that you found this podcast. You know why? Because I have no doubt that it's going to help you along your business journey. If you're starting a business, doing what you love, maybe you've got a skill, got a passion that you want to turn into a business and make money and be your own boss, then you are in the right place. Make sure you hit subscribe right now. If you're an Apple Podcasts or whatever player you're in, Audible, whatever it is, hit the plus button, the follow button, the subscribe button, because you don't want to miss out on any future episodes that are going to help you. And I want to invite you to, if you're new, did you know I have a private Facebook group? I do, just for you, just for new business owners. It's awesome. Everyone is so supportive. We have fun posts each week. I pop in and out of there. So it's so much fun. You need to get plugged in. So come join the private Facebook group. It's called Women Starting Businesses, Doing What We Love. Scroll down right now. You can get the link. And I have some free downloads for you too. So make sure you check those out like a 16-step checklist. People work through this all the time. Go through this list. Make sure you're doing all the right things. Get your business started right. All that good stuff. So if you're new, do those things, okay? It's all below. I know it's a lot, but you know what? You got to get plugged in, right? Okay. And if you've been listening a while, thank you so much for being here. Y'all are so awesome. And I'm just so in awe of all of your progress and all the steps y'all are taking. So thank you so, so much. Would you do me a favor? If you've been listening to this podcast a while and you find value in it, will you share it? You know, post it in a group that you're in. If you know there's people starting businesses around you, I know that this podcast could help them. And if you find it valuable, you giving a personal recommendation of this podcast means so much to me, but it's also so helpful for them because I know it could help them too. So thank you all so much for helping spread the word. I really, really appreciate it. I know that's why I've been successful with this podcast. It's because you all continue to listen. Y'all are all so kind and complimentary. I get messages all the time about how much this is helping you and how it's motivating you. And I just appreciate that so much. So that's it. Okay, on to the episode. Well, hello, everyone. How are you? What is going on? I'm recording this now here in December of 2021. And It's the holiday time and everyone's like thinking about 2022 for their business. And I'm just so glad you're here because I think this episode is super important. Many people like you, like me, like all of us, sabotage our own business. Yes, we are guilty of self-sabotage. In fact, someone posted this in the Facebook group the other day in our Women Starting Businesses group. So if you're in that group, you might have seen the post because I replied and said, yep, Yep, this is a big issue. And I appreciated her comment of being vulnerable and open with the group that she's suffering self-sabotage. And I actually did a podcast episode previously on this called Focusing on Objectives of Your Business Instead of the Objections That You Have. So this is along the same lines of this topic here today, but I just had to do this episode too. So, But if you like this topic, if you're suffering from self-sabotage and 
you know, having the problem of focusing on the wrong things or maybe focusing on the negative, check out that episode as well. It's episode 111. So you can scroll down and listen to that after you listen to this one. Anyways, today is about specifically self-sabotage, okay? And the three ways that I see new business owners sabotaging their own business. Okay, don't let this be you. Do not be the reason why your business fails. I mean, come on. There's plenty of other reasons why businesses fail. The reason for any business failing should not be because the owner self-sabotages it, okay? Because I don't know how you get around that. If you have a business that is not doing well, you can look at location, you can look at your product offering, is it really needed? Is there demand for it in your area or wherever you are? Are you visible? I mean, there's a lot of other reasons. But self-sabotage should never be the reasons. You can't even get your business off the ground if you're self-sabotaging, okay? How are you supposed to move forward? What are you doing? I mean, think about it in life. I think people, like, even if you're trying to eat healthy or work out, people self-sabotage. I see this. People in my life, I'm thinking of someone right now. I will mention no names. (laughs) But, like, she's always saying, I need to, you know, lose weight. I need to not eat so bad. But the next thing you know, she's going through a drive through and she's getting something junky. Or there's remnants in her car of the junk food that she ate. Okay? So think about this for a minute. She's self-sabotaging, right? Think about it if you're even trying to stay on a regimented workout plan or get yourself to exercise every day. One thing I do to prevent myself from never slipping away from my habit here of working out every day is I put on workout clothes first thing in the morning. Like when I get dressed, there's n- I, it's not like I have jeans on or regular shorts. Like I don't get dressed. I put on workout clothes because I make myself work out first thing in the morning because that's when I personally feel the best. I'm a morning person. Okay. It may be different for people. If you're a night owl, you may like to work out at night. It's all good. But for me, this works, right? So it's a way that I can prevent self-sabotage, right? I can prevent myself from not not doing something. Did that make sense? (laughs) I set up good habits. By the way, speaking of good habits, if you read the book Atomic Habits, I know a lot of people talk about it. I love that book. The summary really quick is that it talks about habit stacking, where you, you, if you have a habit that you want to start taking on, you stack it on top of other habits that you already have. So you're doing it at the same time. For example, let's say you needed to stretch your calves every day. You had really tight calves. It was causing back problems. You could be stretching your calves when you brush your teeth in the morning because you're already going to brush your teeth in the morning no matter what, right? But you could be stretching your calves. I know that was a random example, but it is an example, right? You could be stretching your calves while you're brushing your teeth, right? So things like that. So my point is we all self-sabotage. We have to put measures in place to make sure that we don't self-sabotage, okay? It has to be intentional because if you see right now that you tend to self-sabotage, that you tend to not take on the habits that you want to take on, or you're not reaching your goals, or things are going slower than you expected, it's probably because you're getting in your own way. I mean, like I said, there's a million other things that can get in your way of a successful business. Don't let the reason be you. (laughs) Do not let it be you. So that's why today I'm going to take you through three ways to prevent self-sabotage in your business, okay? I should have said a fourth way. You need to pray about your business. You know that, right? You definitely need to pray about your business to get help God give you strength. Pray to God that he will give you the strength to not self-sabotage. I think that's good, right? But I'm going to go through these three like tactical things that you can do. And 
you need to do them. You need to make sure you have your bases covered. I mean, it's just like car insurance, house insurance. My husband and I were going through our insurance plans. I couldn't even believe how much we pay in insurance per year. But you know what? You have to have it. We have it for our cars. We have a teenage son. So my husband said, oh, his is probably costing us the most. He's 19 and he drives a Jeep. Okay, how much is the insurance on him? I don't even want to look. I don't want to look at the breakdown. My daughter is 22. Maybe hers isn't so bad, but I bet hers is bad too. And then mine and my husband's, we haven't had any racks or tickets or anything like that. So ours is probably cheap. It's our kids. The kids are constantly taxing us. We know that, right? And then I've got a daughter that's 13. So in three years, I got to do this all again. Anyways, insurance is expensive, but it's needed. Okay. Putting these measures in place that I'm going to explain to you is kind of like insurance. You, you've got to protect yourself because you don't want to put yourself in a bind. You don't want to self-sabotage. Okay. So the first one is, the first way that I see people self-sabotaging their business is mentally telling themselves they can't do it or you know, suffering imposter syndrome, that they're not the best at this, that they're not good, that what they're making is not good, that no one wants it. And they sit around wasting energy and time thinking up why they're not good enough. Are you doing this? Are you thinking about why you're not good enough? If you're doing this, you are wasting precious time and energy that you could be working on your business. It's kind of weird. When you start your business, you almost have to have tunnel vision. You have to focus on the objectives, like I talked about in episode 111. You have to focus on the things that are really important because if you're focusing on all the reasons why you can't do it, your insecurities, your circumstances, why you don't have enough experience or aren't good enough, then you're going to get nowhere. You will absolutely get nowhere, okay? If I had done that when I was starting this podcast, now, granted, I had 19 years of business experience, but I never spoke in front of people. I've never been a speaker. I've never been on the radio. I, you know, never held like live meetings in front of people. I didn't even speak in front of small groups or anything. Not that I didn't want to. I just never had any experience. I never even thought twice about it. I thought, I want to start a podcast. I have a message to share. I'm doing this. But what if I had let my insecurities get in the way and I had kept thinking about how I had no experience doing that, even though I have lots of information about building successful businesses, right? I have a vault in my head of experiences and things I did right, things I did wrong, all that good stuff. What if I had done that? Okay, just imagine. Let's just imagine real quick. I sat around and pondered that. Then I would not have started my podcast when I started it. I actually started it before I officially started my business because I was just so excited about it, right? What if I had not reached the people who then would not have been motivated to build their own businesses? I would not have been able to help people through one-on-one coaching or through my Just Start course and small group and grow getters. The ripple effects of not self-sabotaging are huge, Okay. I'm not saying that to brag. I'm not saying that I'm like awesome. I'm just saying the people that I've been able to influence and help and serve would never have been served. You would not be here today if I had let myself not do it. Okay. The thing that you want to do, you need to just do it. You need to just start and go and start putting something together and get something out there imperfectly. If you have not listened to my imperfect action episode, I'm going to put the link down below as well. 
In order to get your business off the ground, you have to take imperfect action, which means you are not going to have everything perfect. And you're going to have to put something out there that you're not maybe 100% proud of yet. Maybe you're 90% proud of it, 80% proud of it, 70%. Something has got to get out there because then you can take action on that and make it better and make it better. Listen to that episode about imperfect action. I'll have the links below. This is kind of a prerequisite for getting your business off the ground because if you wait until everything is perfect and everything is all aligned and the moon and stars align and there's rainbows and unicorns everywhere and it's like awesome and 70 degrees out, it will never happen. You will delay. You will not help people. You will not be making money. You will not be living your dream. Okay? So the first way that people self-sabotage is through believing that they can't do it, they're not good enough and all that. And you just absolutely have to have tunnel vision. Listen to me right now and focus on what you're set out to do and what you know that you're good at because you know you're good at something. This is not for you to be braggy or this is not being like arrogant. This is just being real. Like you're good at something. People tell you you're good at something. Move forward with that. Focus on that. Okay, that's the first thing you're gonna do. The second way that people self-sabotage is they don't put themselves out there Once they get their business going, they do not put themselves out there. What? Why would you start a business if you're not going to let people know? It's like building a beautiful store with all kinds of gifts and all your stuff, and you're putting it down on mile marker 5,482 behind a million acres of land where no one can find you. You can have the prettiest store ever. But if no one can find you and you're out in the boonies and Google Maps can't even find you, then no one is coming to your store and you will not succeed. So you have to realize that if you're not putting yourself out there, you are not getting visibility. And if you're not getting visibility and people don't know who you are, then you don't have buyers. You don't have buyers. Okay. You have to put yourself out there. Now, you're probably asking, what does putting myself out there mean? It means telling people about your business making yourself visible around, not being annoying, not being salesy, but where can you show up that you feel comfortable, that you get excited about, that people could find out about your business? Maybe you show up at local events, maybe you have a booth, maybe you're really good really good at networking in your local community, maybe you have a YouTube channel, maybe you have a podcast, maybe you're really good on social. It could be anything, okay? You just have to find your avenue. I found my avenue. That was this podcast. I'm not saying that's what you need to do at all. Because I don't think podcasting is for everyone. I don't think social media, you know, pursuing social media is for everyone. But for some, it works really good. I don't think having a YouTube channel is amazing for everyone. It's not. Some people's, I've seen some people's channels just completely die. They just don't work because that wasn't really in their zone of genius. You have to do what is in your zone of genius, okay? Don't self-sabotage. Don't sabotage your own business by not showing up anywhere and not telling anyone that you're a business owner, you have to get used to telling people that you're a business owner. This cracks me up because new business owners tell me this all the time. Like, I've been so scared to tell anyone. Like, maybe they were a nurse or they were a teacher or they did something else. And they still tell people that they're a teacher when they know they're quitting and this is their last year. And they don't say, well, I'm starting a business or I have my own business. Maybe you've started a business on the side. People don't tell people. Why don't you tell people? Because you're nervous, because back to number one, you self-sabotage and you don't think you're good enough. You think people are thinking, why in the world is she starting a business? Like, come on, can she do it? You think people are judging you. People are not judging you. People are like actually admiring you. If you say I'm starting a business or have a business on the side, people are like, wait, what? You do? That's amazing. 
you got to flip the script. Realize that people are actually in awe of you doing that. And then if if they ask you what you do and you say you have a business and, and they're really the ones who don't care, then they're not going to ask you any more questions and who cares? Move on. But if they ask you questions, you know that they're impressed by that, right? I don't mean for you to be impressed because you want to be arrogant and amazing and be more impressive than the next person. I'm saying because you can then share your passion for what you do and why you're doing it. I mean, every time someone asks me about my business and they do ask, you know, if they ask more questions, I'm like, I just see so many struggling in the first year, especially of business. And I just don't want people to flail around and I want them to believe in themselves. And I go into that, the emotional side of it. And people are like, yeah, it is. It's scary. I'm like, I know that's what we're talking about. I'm not saying, oh, I have grow getters. It's this much a month and you can sign up. I mean, no, I'm talking about the passion that I have for what I do. That's what you can do in your way. What is the way that you feel comfortable sharing about your business? Okay. The third way that I see people self-sabotage. Okay, get ready. They never get feedback on what they're doing. Is this you? Have you ever had feedback on the steps that you're taking or what your website looks like or what your Etsy store looks like or how your photos look or how your emails look or the messaging that you're broadcasting. Have you ever gotten feedback? So if you're a member of Grow Getters and you're listening, you're getting feedback a lot if you ask for it, right? If you want it and you want to put yourself out there, you can get feedback on what you're doing. But if you're just a person who is flailing around right now and you're listening to this podcast and you never have gotten feedback on what you're doing to make sure that it is coming off in a way that you want it to come off and that it is effective, and that it makes sense to people who aren't familiar with your business, then it's time you get feedback on what you're doing. So many new business owners just start and think they know exactly what to do and they don't need any help. And I respect that because I'm actually a lot of the time in that mindset in my life. Like I can do it. I'm self-sufficient. I will do this, you know. But I've realized Reflecting back on my 19 years of running my boutiques compared to this business now, I never got feedback on what I was doing. Yes, my business was successful. It was totally successful. There was things I did wrong. There's things I could have done better. I mentioned on another episode that like I could have probably had million dollar online stores. Like I, I hate to think of what I could have reached because I simply never got feedback. Now, disclaimer, Things weren't as easy as they are now to, you know, in terms of getting help. There wasn't like podcasts. I could try to read books. I would try to do that, but there wasn't really consultants that were approachable. It was more like corporate consulting. I had no resources that I knew of, right? Maybe if I would have got plugged in or joined a local group, I never joined a local group. I never took that initiative, right? That's my epic fail. I should have been doing things like that. I didn't. I just thought I can do everything because that's how I, you know, kind of live my life. I think it's a big mistake looking back. I think it's a huge mistake. Someone could have helped me. Someone could have told me to get my LLC sooner because I had so much income that I think it taxed us extra. And my husband and I would have gotten a CPA sooner. And just all this stuff, y'all, has nothing to do with the success of my business. It has everything to do with I could have made more things more efficient. I could have done things in a quicker time frame. I could have made better, big decisions. And I want to say this, if you have never gotten feedback, I want you to highly consider joining Grow Getters. It's opening 2022. And the whole purpose of it is to give you personal help in a group setting, okay? 
So it's not as expensive as getting like one-on-one, you know, strategic coaching with me. It's a way to have ongoing help and support and feedback for your business because I can tell you now, this is a huge problem. That's why I created Grow Getters because I did not have access to something like this. It could have helped me tremendously. I don't want you flailing around. If you're flailing around, you're wasting time. You're self-sabotaging. You are maybe not making the best decisions because you don't have all the information yet. You don't know what you don't know, right? And you don't really understand how to effectively put yourself out there, okay? So I'm asking you today to consider it, right? Not because I think 100% it fits everybody who's listening. It doesn't. It fits a certain kind of business, which you can read below. I have, you know, for example, clients who sell on Etsy, who have their own website, who have their own vendor booth, who are in the beauty industry, who met someone who's a career coach, someone who is a copywriter, someone who is starting a consulting firm. Like, there's a wide variety. And I think that's what makes it fun is because you kind of get exposed to all these different types of businesses and you can get feedback from others who are not attached to your line of business and can give you unbiased feedback on what you're doing. And I can give you feedback, right? You need feedback on what you're doing. You may think that you're being clear about what you're saying on your website. You may think that everything is clear to you, but in reality, it's not totally clear and it's not connecting. And maybe that's why you're not getting the sales that you think you should, or it's going to cost you a lot lot of time because you're going to put the wrong messaging up for a while and then people aren't going to get it and it's going to slow your initial sales. I'm telling you now, getting feedback on what you're doing is one of the best investments you can make in your business right now. Okay. And getting help strategically. People aren't doing this. They're not getting feedback. They're not thinking strategically. If you listen to Jen Boltz's talk with me and even with Stacey Delario, so when I did those interviews and my clients, I mean, that was the thing that they, they realized like, oh my gosh, I wasn't str- thinking strategically. I wasn't seeing that what I was doing maybe wasn't exactly right or that I didn't have the ideas to strategically move forward. I didn't even have the ideas. I didn't even know right? Don't do this to yourself. Because if you're never getting feedback, you're wasting time, you're wasting energy that you could be putting into a direction that is effective and is connecting with people and helping you become visible and grow your business and make money. Okay? So I'm just telling you from personal experience, these are the three things that I've seen with new business owners like you. Again, let's review. One, They self-sabotage by not believing in themselves, by having imposter syndrome, by thinking they're not good enough. And the solution is to have tunnel vision and focus on what you're supposed to be doing and one step in front of the other and understand how to take those single steps one at a time so that you can eventually make a big leap in your business, okay? The second way that people self-sabotage their business is they don't put themselves out there. They're scared. Again, that ties into number one. Maybe they're nervous about what people are going to think, but they don't put themselves out there so they're not getting visibility. Therefore, they're not getting sales. Have the picture in your head of like a beautiful store back behind a million acre farm and no one can ever find it and it's not findable on Google Maps. Like, is that business going to get any business? No, it's not. Don't let that be you. Don't let yourself be that business stranded in the back that nobody sees and nobody finds. That's how you self-sabotage, okay? And the solution is to put yourself out there in a way that is comfortable to you. Think right now, what's the most exciting way to you to share your business, okay? So think about that. The third way that people self-sabotage is by never 
getting feedback or strategic help with what they're doing in their business. I cannot tell you what a difference this makes. It's made a difference for me in this business. I have mentors. I have helpers this round. I did not have it before. And now I have a whole strategic plan for my business. Like right now I'm mapping out 2022. I don't know that I really had a strategic plan with my other businesses. Again, they were successful. You can survive, but they will never reach the potential of what they could be, right? So you may be thinking, I'm surviving. I'm making sales. But are you really connecting? Is this really successful in terms of you being the most efficient and you putting yourself out there in a way that is coming across in the way that you want to come across, right? And are you growing at the speed that you could be growing? You being smart with all your steps. I mean, I could go on and on. People aren't getting feedback. Here's the solution. Reach out for help. Get ongoing help, whether it be through me or anyone else that you love to be around that you feel connected to as a coach, get a mentor. Somebody has to be helping you and giving you unbiased feedback. They have to be real with you and say, you know what, this message, I'm not feeling it. It's not connecting. Or your website doesn't give off the feel of your business, right? Or your packaging for your services is not what people want. Or the products you're offering are not exactly how people want to receive them. You know, just anything like that. Like if you are not getting ongoing help when you need it, at any moment, at any time, then it's a form of self-sabotage because you're slowing everything and you're costing yourself a lot of time that you don't need to waste. Does that make sense? And again, this is why I created Grow Getters because I wish I would have had something like this. I think it could have helped me tremendously. And especially for you, if you are in the first year of your business, if you're in the early stages, y'all, this is a crucial time. Do not let this be your last year of business. Help it be the very beginning of you blossoming and having this business for many, many years and getting to be your own boss and live this dream. I mean, just imagine, imagine having a ton of sales or many clients and getting them on a consistent basis and you being your own boss and managing your time and having all this freedom. It's the best feeling in the world. Don't sabotage your own business because you think you know everything. And I'm speaking to myself too, because I have to remind myself, I don't know everything either. That's why I pay for help as well. I know the value in it. I should have done this with my other businesses. Okay. So remember that. That's it. I want to invite you today to check out Grow Getters because it's opening early 2022. I don't want you to miss your chance to be a part of our small group. Yes, you get personal help in a small group setting. It's so much fun. I love it. And you, I know, will benefit tremendously from the trainings and the weekly live help. It's just awesome to know that you have a home. You have somewhere to turn a springboard for your business because you won't need me forever. You will be off and running and fly birdie fly and do your own thing. Okay? So that's it. Y'all have a great day. You can scroll down below and get all the links and the podcast links and all that good stuff. Have a great day. Bye now. Now this episode may be over, but our relationship does not have to end here. Head on over to KimberlyBrock.com and yes, you can get more valuable information for your journey. And you know what? You don't need to go through this alone. I would love to help you. Thank you so much and have a great day. Bye.